This is the Curious Conversation. This is the Curious Conversation. Blase, blase. Everybody has to earn their crown. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine. Blase, blase. This is the Curious Conversation. Blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen. Blase, blase. This is the Curious Conversation. mental health conversation so i love the title of your podcast because to me conversation is what it's all about the more we talk about it the more we destigmatize it and the better off we'll be this is the cure is conversation All right, greetings, greetings, greetings. I'm Queen Be Divine, and this is the Cure Is Conversation. And why I call it the Cure Is Conversation? Because at a sweet, rebellious age of 11, I left my childhood home and said I had enough. But in that journey, I kept talking because I needed help. I needed something that I wasn't getting. And through that whole journey, eventually I critiqued the art of conversation. And the art of conversation means to also speak, to tell your story, and to listen as well. And when you combine the two, how could you go wrong? So I turned it into a podcast. So here I am having a podcast that cures a conversation, talking about mental health, and that what keeps you balanced in this world. And I have a great guest who is going to introduce himself and tell you how fabulous it is. So like I always say, blase, blase means to tell your story. So go ahead, my brother, go ahead. Thank you, Queen Bee. I'm so excited to be on your show today. And for the audience who's only listening and can't see, that is a wonderful tiara that you have on. (laughs) It has already brightened my day, uh, which is full of snow here in the Rocky Mountain of Colorado. So uh, it's it's another wonderful day in, in Colorado, and I'm excited to be on your show. And I love the title, you know, The Cure is Conversation, because conversation, especially as it relates to mental health, will help us, as we talk about on our podcast, shatter the stigma around mental health conversations and just raise us up overall as a community, as a society around the world. So to, yeah, to introduce myself, I'm Eric DeRosa, and I am a mental health advocate, mental health speaker, and founder and co-host of From Survivor to Thriver and the From Survivor to Thriver Mental Health Podcast. I live uh, about 8,000 feet up, give or take, in the Rocky Mountains in a place called Snowmass Village, Colorado, which is about 120 miles to the... Uh, west southwest of Denver. For those of you who may be looking at a map right now, wondering <laughs> where it is that I am, uh, and it is very snowy and cold here. It's, uh, I make my living in the winter time. Uh, sometimes I even wonder if it's if it's a job at all. It, as a full time ski instructor, it's more of a, a life passion than anything else, and I get to get paid to ski with some wonderful and amazing people. But from a mental health standpoint, uh, up until the age of 33, 
I struggled in silence. Uh, I had my own deep, dark secret. I thought I was broken. I thought I was different. I thought I was unfixable. And I suffered from severe anxiety and OCD. Mm. And at the age of 33, when I had the first of two dissociative episodes, was when I finally recognized that it was time for me to speak out and speak out and have that really important conversation. And for me, that important conversation was one with my wife. And second, it was with a therapist. And this is the cure is conversation. You're listening to The Cure is Conversation, a conversation with Eric DeRosa. <laughs> it was the first time that I had ever spoken to anybody about what was going on inside my head, but the intrusive thoughts that were, that were ever present with me and the, and the compulsions that I used to try to keep those thoughts at bay. And the anxiety, both the mental and the physical manifestations of anxiety, which had been with me as far back as I can remember to the age of seven. Mm. And I can tell you, when it comes to conversation, that very first conversation that I had in my therapist's office, it was though a weight had been lifted from my shoulders. I finally had this secret uh, that I had carried with me for for almost three decades out in the open. uh, And... Although from a mental health standpoint, as we know, we're never truly cured. Um, It's more of a, it's a journey. Mm. Uh, That was the beginning of a journey, which has had many twists and turns along the way, but I'm all the better for it. And I can't imagine where I'd be, what my life would look like now, if I was still living with those Mm. secrets for another 20, 20 years. Oh, you know, you, you know, you, you, you said so much in there, which I, I completely, um, I can, I can attest to because, you know, it it took a long time. You know, I, I had a lot of, I grew up in group homes. So a lot of, I had, you know, I was inundated with social workers and people prying and knowing and what to do. And I've had breakdowns and I've had, had myself in crisis centers and, and then doing all of these things. And like I, like you said, like conversation, was something of was getting it out. And I, I didn't realize how healing it is to get what's inside of you outside. Um, because I, you know, just between you and me, when you have an inside, you can tell yourself a lot of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you put that. Uh, so yes, for, for, you know, let's call it, you know, from the age of seven until right. 33 was, was really when I, was able to first recognize it at seven. You're right. I was able to tell myself, I'm going to use your, your words, <laughs> tell myself a lot of bullshit. And, yeah. and what I didn't realize then, which I do now is the more you try to push the bullshit away, the more it stays with you. Yes. And when, and when you don't talk about it, the more you suppress it, the mm. deeper down it goes. Right. And so for me, it was just this endless loop. It was the voice. It was the intrusive thoughts. Yes. It, and it was me convincing myself that on the one hand, I'm this horrible person. Right. And on the other hand, just thinking, well, at some point, it'll go away. Right. I can't, you know, it, it's, it doesn't make any rational sense. Yeah. But it just goes and it goes and it goes. And when you don't have those conversations, 
for me, all I kept thinking was I can't let anybody find out. Right. I can't let anybody see what was going on behind the mask. And so not only was it not having the conversations, it was going out of my way to ensure not only did I not have a conversation, but that nobody could see through yes. what was going on in here and constantly worrying if I had given anything away or did somebody in the workplace notice? And You know, um, is, mm. you, you got it right, but brother, let me tell you. And you know how I knew I was afraid of letting anybody in? Um, and the universe is so smart. It's just so freaking, freaking smart. I, I had, I always, they always say that animals and children could see deep inside you. So I stayed away from children and animals because when someone goes, oh, you can hold my baby. I was like, hell no, I ain't holding your baby. I don't know what your baby's going to say about me. Can it see through? Can it tell, can it tell I'm lying? And what did the universe did? Turn me into a nanny for 16 years. And what a lesson did I learn about myself? So you know, I always had faith that when you're ready to heal, you're going to heal, right? You, you, the universe will find a way. And like you said, the, the voice is in my head. And what I learned about this, which I love that you said, is that um, when I didn't speak and I listened to the bullshit, I gave a subconscious um, message to the bullshit to go deeper. To really get in there. Because she's not going to do anything about it. So continue yeah. so you know what i mean it, it, it's a lot of work and i and i love how you said that you know for me and i noticed you noticed my tiara even though for those who are listening <laughs> for those who are listening um i have my tiara because i just did a recording and i realized you pointed it out that was still on my head i'm like shit it's still on my head <laughs> love it um but on a on most days i wear this because it reminds me of the royalty that we all are a part of this universe, this, this Royal connection of consciousness. And it reminds me how special I am and that I should always listen to the best version that includes love. What do you do every day to maintain your love and your joy, like your stability in your mental? Cause you've come far. I can hear it. Yes. You've come far. Yes. No, so that's, <laughs> a, that's such an amazing question. Mm. And so for me, when I, when I pause for the call. A queen you design original called Mercial. C E L S Mercial. A calming moment where you can sit back and reflect at the information that you just heard. And also the three P's pen, pencil, and paper so you can jot down the vibrates with your inner core. Also, please be aware of your surroundings, because mental health means to always be aware of the beautiful surroundings. Also, this is a great time to grab a beverage, water, juice, so we can keep the positive flow of vibration going throughout your body. Thank you for listening to this Be the Buy original commercial, a moment in the podcast. Take a deep breath and reset. So let's get back. Unpause for the cause. I call it is.
is meeting yourself where you're at. And mm. and I'll just give a quick background to why why I came up with that. So for a very long time, I was a banker in the finance world in New York City uh, because, hey, where else do you go when you have severe anxiety and OCD to one of the most high-pressure jobs right. in one of the most high-pressure cities uh, in the world? And for me, all I kept hearing throughout my career as I moved along was, you know, you need to do a better job at meeting people where they're at. You got to yeah. meet people where they're at, meet people where they're at. And it wasn't until recently, as we were doing our show, I started realizing, well, the whole pro the whole reason I couldn't meet other people where they were at or in school when it was Eric needs to learn how to get along with others better or Eric needs to learn how to be quiet when others are speaking, it's because I couldn't meet myself where I was at. Yeah. I wasn't comfortable with who I was. Right, right. And if I wasn't comfortable with who I am or knew who I was, there was no way I was going to be able to play well with others in the sandbox or right, meet other people right. where they were at in the workplace. And so what I've really done through my through my work with my therapist and my energy healer and a lot of what I do here teaching skiing in the wintertime and just being out in nature is I get up every day and I say to myself, hey, where are you today? What do you What do you need today? Right. Is today a day where you're going to go out and ski with this amazing family and you're going to have a really fun day and then you just, you're just you going to come home and you're going report, to record a podcast episode? Or is today a day where you don't have anything scheduled on the calendar and you're feeling a little bit tired and maybe all you're going to do is lie on the couch and take a nap uh, and, and maybe read, you know, a few pages from a book. For me, it's all about like checking in with myself and that meeting yourself where you're at is not only, you know, on a day to day basis, but sometimes it can be hour to hour. I could be having a really good morning and suddenly something triggers or derails me that I'm not sure why. And then I need to stop for a second and pause and say, Hey, what happened between this morning and now that's making me feel that way. And so to me, it's, it's really important. And, and it's, it's how I start my day and how I kind of move through each, each day now. You know what, you know, that, and that's, I see, that's something you, I love how you said, where, where am I? I love that. Where am I? At? And if you hear a voice somewhere way out there, you're like, Hey, Hey, come back, come back, baby. Come back. I love that. Yeah. And you know, it's important to have that, that, you know, a lot of people, you know, I grew up, I know, we're, you know, we're in the probably same age group. You know, we got, I grew up with when people talked to themselves, they were considered crazy. Like, oh, you're talking. Now you need to. <laughs> you need to. I mean, yeah. you don't have to be exorbitant about it, but you can have that little conversation. Like sometimes people catch me at the grocery store and I'll be like, is this a good idea? And people are like, are you talking to me? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking to myself. Is this a good yes. idea? <laughs> Yeah, no, I love, how, I love how you say that. So yeah, I'll, I'll go full disclosure. So I was born in 1971. Right. And there was a time, right, when you know, you know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest came out. In the, I in just the talked 70s. about that. Yes. Right. And so, and so that's what people's only, you know, definition or grounding in, right. in any kind of like mental illness was. It was right. the movie, right? Put them in a straitjacket, shoot them up with a bunch of drugs. If you're, right. Yeah, you're right. If you're talking to yourself, like you must be crazy. If you're laughing in public and nobody else is around, yeah. well, I've got to walk really clear around that person. And right. just to, you know, just recently my wife and I 
uh, were trying to travel from Colorado to Chicago. And if anybody knows what it's like traveling from one of the snowiest places in America to one of the worst <laughs> weather places in right. America, uh, I, we never made it out of here, although we, we spent, uh, spent time in two different airports on the same day. But one of the things that we were doing while we were in the airport, my wife was on a conference call kind of across from where I was sitting. And at some point, we just started to realize that we couldn't control the situation. We couldn't control the weather. Mm -hmm. We couldn't control the planes. And we both just started to look at each other and laugh. And now anybody who was sitting anywhere around us was probably thinking, what is what is wrong with that person? Yeah. Um, having no idea that she and I were having this quiet little moment where we just recognized it's it's out of our hands. Yes. We just kind of have to laugh at the situation. There's a reason it's happening, um, and we need to move on with our day. And so, yeah, you're very right. Like sometimes I'll sit around and I'll laugh. Sometimes I'll go out skiing and I'll go into the woods and I'll sort of have a conversation with myself out loud yeah. about some <laughs> yeah, idea I that I might have come up with. <laughs> And if somebody <laughs> skied in at that particular moment, I'm sure they'd be looking around going, who, who are you talking, talking to? to? <laughs> Why is he talking to the trees? And do I need to call somebody to come get him out of here? But it's, it's that, that time that you have with yourself. And yeah. It's, and it's okay to speak those things out loud. Yeah, it's totally it. okay. And you can, yeah. I can see why you have a podcast called Survivor to Thriver. So where, <laughs> where, <laughs> where did you get the name? And tell me a little bit about your podcast. Sure. So the podcast from Survivor to Thriver, that was not going to be the original title. Right. I, so I was on a plane coming back uh, from vacation in Hawaii in November of 2020. And if we'll, let's take ourselves back to November of 2020, shall we? There was yeah. a, pan, a global pandemic going on. Life was in turmoil for everybody. And I was on the plane I and I watched Rocket Man for the first time. Yeah. And I loved Elton John, grew up with his music in the, when, the, when I was a kid. And as I began to really watch the movie, it sort of transcended for me being a movie what? and it was almost like I was watching a reflection of pieces and parts of my own life right. through right the the lens of, of Elton John and I watched it actually twice and at the very end of the movie I don't want to give give the whole thing away to people who haven't watched it but he essentially goes to uh, you know a rehab meeting and the song I'm still standing is playing and it was the very, very first time that I listened to each and every word. I had heard that song. I love that song. I was, right? I was probably 12, <laughs> 11, 12 when it first came out. Right. Uh, and my wife and I have even been on that beach where it was filmed in, wow. uh, in Cannes. And, but I started to hear each and every word. And I thought, oh, man, this is me. This it is me, good. right? Yeah. And so I get back. I do some journaling, come up with what I wanted to be a blog about my own personal story and the impact of COVID. And, right. uh, and for somebody who teaches skiing for a living, the uncertainty around the upcoming ski season. And if I had the resources and I've been through my own personal journey and I was struggling. Now a word from our sponsor. Are you a lost traveler? Of course you are. We all are. 
Whether we're traveling the landscapes of our own imaginations or the globe itself, each of us is looking for answers or perhaps new questions. Join me, your host, Henry Cameron Allen, on the adventure of a lifetime, where we'll talk about developing skills for a new day. We are all pioneers now. Each of us a teacher, each of us a student. Let's talk about it on The Lost Traveler. This is a curious conversation. This is the Cure Is Conversation. Blase, blase. Everybody has to earn their crown. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine. Blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation. Blase, blase. Blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen. Blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation. Figuring out the things I needed to do. I could only imagine what everybody else was going through. Right. So I, I approached my really close friend, Mark, who's also my co-host now. And I said, we need to start a podcast. And he said, what? And I said, well, I've been writing this thing, and I'm not really sure how I'm going to get it out. And But I think we need to start a podcast, and we need to shatter this stigma around mental health. Right. And he said, great, but you've never listened to a podcast. Uh, and I said, that's right. Um, but I, he had done a, a very short podcast during COVID with our therapist. And all I knew was that was the medium that people were getting all of their information yeah. during during the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so I said to him, I said, and why don't we name it? I'm still standing. Cause I kept having the lyrics. Right, in my head. Right. And, and he, he said to me, and then my, my wife, when I mentioned it to her, they both said, that's a great name. And Elton will sue us within 30 seconds. So uh, <laughs> let, let's come up with something else. And through some other conversations that we had had that week from survivor to thriver kind of popped into our heads. And, and, when he when he and I look at each other, that's really what what our life was for us. At at some point, right. we were surviving. Yes, that's uh, amen. To and, that. and at different points, surviving looks like different things. And I know before we came on, you and I were chatting about you know what your childhood was like right. and you know the survival, right? Yes, um, bouncing around and right. living you know in all these different homes in the streets right. and things like that. And um, but there comes a point in in people's lives where you stop and you recognize and say, I need to make a change. Yes. And it's at that moment <laughs> yes. where you go from survivor to thriver and, and thriver doesn't mean every day is rainbows and unicorns. Thank you. And glitter. Yeah, Cause that's so not, true. A lot of people not, think, yeah. yeah, people think I'm going to be successful. I'm going to thrive. And then when they don't see the mainstream definition of success, they lose their fucking mind. I'm like, no, exactly. You're supposed to exactly. define it. What does it mean for you? You know what for I mean? You. And it changes every day. It changes. Thank you. So, it changes today for what yes. I need to survive is that I need to do my podcast. I need to have some great conversations and I not, I need to feel that validation of being human. And you know, it's just, that's what I'm doing. That's what I need today. This is how I'm surviving. So I love how you say that. That is something that, you know, 
you know, us who are on a mental health mission, we need to put that out there for all the generations coming. Success does not mean bling, bling, you know, you know, Botox, big ass lashes, big Lamborghini, you know, all these fucking names of cars. It means, are you happy today? Are you feeling yes. good? You know what I mean? Yes. Oh. No, you're absolutely right. And so I lived in that world when I was in New York. Right. And having, let's call it a quote unquote, successful 18 year career. Right. Did not make me any happier. Right. At all. Right. Uh-huh. Money doesn't make you any happier. Uh, I live in, you know, Snowmass Village. So right. it's part of Aspen. So it's the Aspen, you know, Ooh, Aspen nice. Snowmass. So right. anybody who's familiar with Aspen, right. It's, it's, it's the center of glitz and glamour, right. For people in the wintertime, mm-hmm. not the, not the world I live in, right. uh, but I get to ski with, you know, a lot of people who nice. are, let's say, household, some of them celebrities, some nice. of them, you know, household CEOs and whatnot. And the conversations I have with them are no different than the conversations I have with my friends or I'm having with you right now. They experience the same exact things each and every day in their I, lives. I'm going to ask you something. Do. I'm going to ask you something completely, completely aside as a black woman. Are there a lot of black people skiing down there? Not, not at all enough. <laughs> well I, fucking said. N- you deserve a crown. Enough. I love how you said that. Not enough. <laughs> not enough. And, and w- while we're on stigmas, right, let's just go to that yes. stigma right there. Of yes. well, you know, black people don't ski, right? <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. They don't. I remember my first skiing. Um, it was in New Hampshire. Um, there is a beautiful him, a hill in New I can't remember. And I went it for my first time and, you know, put on a pair of skis and I went to the top, did the ski thing, get to the top of the mountain. I went, what? You want me to go where? I mean, it was so much fun though. And the only way that person got me down was because I said, I'm not going down on these scales. I will roll. I will do whatever you need me to do. And they, pro- they promised me a, a glass of cognac and my black ass got to that bottom of the hill real quick. <laughs> Well, it's, they, there's a there's a group uh, right. called the National uh, National Association of Brotherhood Skiers or something. Right, like that. right, right. Um, I'm I'm probably getting it wrong. And every year or so, they will have conference here in Snowmass. This year, I believe it's in Vail. Wow. Um, but to me, especially as somebody who's an advocate for right. not only mental health, but Equality when it comes to yeah. like all things, right? right? LGBTQ, right. Um, you know, African American community, Latin community, things like that. Latino, and everybody, Asian, everybody, come on everybody. in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just it's just like a giant swimming pool. So right. Everybody just fucking jump in and deal with it. Like, yeah. And it's fun. You know that's um, it. Yes. But it's amazing. It's amazing during that week to see how many, as you were saying, how many black skiers they are here and all the fun they're having. Well, yeah, um, you know, I love how you said that, like the, the stigma, because, you know, I, I grew up, I, I'm about two years um, younger than you, and I remember um, being... Baby. Yeah, I know, just just two years, that's it, that's it. Um, so when, 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 when I was growing up, I had a, I grew up in a very stigmatized household. Black people don't do this, black people don't got dogs, black people, I got a dog, I go skiing. <laughs> 
yeah. because yeah. part yeah. of and, and, my part of my journey was to break out of that because for me it was good mental health. If I wanted to learn about classical music or animals, I had to get out of that thought like it's just for people who look like this. Hell no, I'm gonna go in there when I meet my God, however I meet him. I wanted to tell him that this is what I did. I did everything. Everything. Yeah. No, and I love <laughs> I love how you how you say that because it is so true. Like mm. you and I are people. Yes. And as people, we can do whatever we want. That's it. Like, that's it. I, there's no box that somebody's gonna no. put me in and say, Well, because you are a <laughs> you know, you're a white Jewish person, um, you know, most Jewish people are not good athletes. So there's no way that Yeah, exactly. Gonna <laughs> gonna, no, like I decided at thirty three for my wife's birthday right. that I wanted to learn how to ski. Right. She was a skier her whole life. I wasn't. I grew up in Massachusetts, so like go figure. Never no Vermont, no New Hampshire, no Maine. I learned how to ski and I fell in love with it. And it was the best thing that I ever did for my mental health. Yes. And here we are in Colorado. We look at up, that. Uprooted I mean... our lives and, and moved here. But like that was my choice. Just like your choice. Like you see, I I live in ski. British Columbia on Vancouver Island. Now, when I tell you there are hardly any black people here, it there isn't, but I wasn't gonna stop that stop that from me enjoying nature, hiking. What the it's beautiful, it's gorgeous down here. I mean, I love it. And I realized that I need to be a disruptor in my own DNA. I want to disrupt the bullshit that I've learned. I want to be if there is a place called heaven and we're all congregating there and all the black people are hanging out going, man, I wish someone would go skiing for us. I'm going to be that person. <laughs> oh, one more thing. Please don't forget to check out my book, Junction, Intermind Vention. If you love my insights, then you'll love this book about the journey that I have taken that led me to the insights that I share with you. So take care in one bottle. You're going to carry the ski torch, right? You're going to put on the tiara and you're going to say, listen, bitch, I'm going to ski. I'm going to do it. And that's what meant. And and, and, and all jokes aside, but that's what mental health is all about. Getting out of your box, getting out of life, being a disruptor in your own DNA. Doesn't matter who you are. If If you've gone through a terrible childhood and God forbid abuse and sexual rape, don't let that stop you from living your best life. Heal. And everybody, do your thing. And each and every person, I'm going to follow on what you just said. Each and every person deserves yes. to lead a life with as much joy as possible. So if you're listening to this show today and you're saying, I'm just not sure I'm stuck. I don't know right. how to get out of this. Just know that there, there are tremendous resources. Right. There's hope, there's healing, yes. there's a way through it. Yeah. And you too have that opportunity and can live a super joyful life. Just listen to the two of us. Yeah, just, we've, just, we've been through it. <laughs> We've been and, through and it. We continue we, to, to live. Survive. It, right? And I tell you, from survivor to, to, to thriver, I realized that surviving, and I love how you said this before, surviving wasn't good enough for me. I mean, I, I, you know, people say, oh, just be blessed. You got something to eat and you got air to breathe. I'm like, fuck that shit. I want to do more. I didn't just come here to be a bag of air and 
and eat food and I want to thrive. I want to enjoy the stuff. And I don't mean like bling bling and Gucci forks. And you sh I just mean just to enjoy myself. I want to be able to reach out with someone to like you and have the confidence. And I think that's why I started a podcast as well, because I I I'm not going to live in a box. I want mental health to be outside of the box. I want it to be everyday thing because when we were little, I'm sure you were, you come from the same school. I don't remember the word mental health. I, I don't know what was, no. I don't. I just remember when I was a kid and if I felt like playing in the rain and jumping in a puddle, I did it. I just, yeah. I just did it. I just, that's all I did. Yeah. I don't know if it was good for my mental health or not. I just did it. It was fun. It was, and, and I remember that was one of my, the, the pockets of joy anyway, um, that I was able to etch out of this shitty life that I, you know, I've used to, as fertilizer. I was just talk, talking to one of my other guests, Lois Hampton, that says, you know, the shit in your life is your fertilizer. And I grew up with a lot of shit. So, um, in those little pockets, I learned to just enjoy myself. And I remember those times that what made me happy as a kid wasn't sitting there and, and thinking about, you know, today, I don't know. I just did it. And what also makes us happy as adults today right. is going back and being those kids again. And I know mm. for me, a lot of the, the mental health work that I've done within, you know, just the last 15 months has been about my inner child finally going back and recognizing that what I'm experiencing as an adult was because of what I experienced as a child. I like so it. I need to go back, heal that child. But in my adult years, do all those things, yes. right? So yeah. if I decide to go out and I'm looking out my window and there's like five feet of snow stacked up, if I decide to run outside and roll around in a giant pile of snow, like that's because that's what that kid in me wants to do. I don't care what my neighbors think. Yeah. Right. Right. If I want to go like streak naked on a beach in Maui, which is exactly what I do every October. Um, All right. Then I'm going to do it. You heard that listening audience. You've been, that's right. You're looking for a trip in October. Get your ass If you're to looking Maui. for a trip in October, <laughs> I won't tell you the beach, but some of my good friends will probably give it away for you. So what, what I want to do. That's what I want to do, right? Eric, like, before you go. what makes me happy. A great conversation. That's what I'm saying. Everything makes, what makes you happy. And in that saying, people need to get more of you. Where can they find you and connect with you on social media? Sure. So first off, the podcast from Survivor to Thriver, new episodes come out every Tuesday morning right. and you can listen wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay. You can find our from Survivor to Thriver Facebook page. Uh, it's a very interactive page. My wife and I uh, do a lot of work in uh, putting up interesting posts, right. motivational photos that we take from around Colorado. And it's interactive as well. We're trying to build a community of thrivers. So okay. please feel free to, to go on and join that and, and comment and message us. You can also find me personally on Facebook. It's Eric, E-R-I-K, DeRosa, D-A-R-O-S-A. And on Instagram, uh, you can either look me up by my name or by my fun handle, which is at Ski Sherpa, S-K-I-S-H-E-R-P-A. Uh, and please send messages, reach out. Uh, I'm always, uh, I'm always interested in hearing from others in the mental health space or those who might be struggling and just need someone to listen. I'm here. Uh, and I promise I'm 
you know, I'm very quick to, to get back to people. So you can find me all over the interwebs. You know what? I thank you so much for the space, for being with here and sharing and just that reciprocal bouncing off energy. You just, I just love it. That's how I believe the world should be. Thank you so much. And to our listening audience, remember, I'm Queen Be Divine. And if you're looking for love outside yourself, you've gone way too far. Start from within and let it resonate out. And Eric, anything last words before we sign off? I would just say, you know, just remember there is hope, there is help, and there is a way through. And if for some reason, as we said before, if you're feeling like something is off, you're feeling like something just isn't right, and it's going on for more than just a few days, find a trusted person, a loved one, a family member. Feel free to reach out to me. Uh, Just start that conversation, because I promise you, by having that conversation and letting somebody know what you're experiencing, the weight of the world will be lifted off of your shoulders and the most difficult part of your journey will have been behind you. Amen to that. This is a Cure is a Conversation and thank you for listening out. divine and thank you for listening to today's podcast the cure is the conversation podcast is brought to you by bluntreflections.com where mental health is the priority because the priority is you and you deserve to be the best version of who you were meant to be Today's guests share their stories and journeys and their insights in continuing that journey. So be sure to check out any links below if you'd like to continue that path on becoming the best version of you. I myself have been down that road and believe me, it is very difficult sometimes to find the support and information so you can become the best version of you. This is why I created The Cure Is Conversation. It will definitely lighten the load so you can see the best way forward. And when you have someone who you can trust or you feel comfortable with to have that conversation with, it is definitely empowering. So please check back weekly where I will feature guests who will help you move forward to becoming the best version of you. This is the Cure is Conversation. Everybody has to earn their crown. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine. Blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation. Blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen. Blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation.